Hey everyone, it's the Bling Vera podcast for Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Bling Vera. Let's go over some AP News headlines, shall we? Desperate Ukrainians take long and uncertain journey to escape Russian occupation. Give Ukraine AP. For Rima Yaramenko, the 5,000-kilometer odyssey to escape Russian occupation ended within sight of where it started. The 68-year-old Ukrainian woman traversed several countries over six days only to settle across the river from her beleaguered hometown. She came a long way by bus through Russia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Poland to be this close. From the Ukrainian-controlled city of Kherson, where she now lives, the faint outline of Oleshki is visible from a distance, but the community with a pre-war population of 25,000 may as well be a world away. Yermenko lived under Moscow's rule for 15 months, putting up with the rumble of constant shelling just be near her beloved home and blooming garden. Then it was gone after the destruction of... Okay, so here's the thing. It was, was the Russian revolt, was the Wagner revolt effective or not? Because if desperate Ukrainians take long and uncertain journey for six months, six days, for six days, only to settle across the river, just swim across the river. What, like... 68 years old, maybe... Just confused, I guess, huh? NATO chief says no timetable set for Ukraine's membership, a position that disappointed Zelensky. Vilnius, Lithuania, AP. NATO leaders agreed Tuesday to allow Ukraine to join, quote, when allies agree and conditions are met, close quote. The head of the military alliance said hours after President Zelensky blasted the organization's failure to set a timetable for his country as absurd. We reaffirm, quote, we reaffirmed Ukraine will become a member of NATO and agreed to remove the requirement for a spon- membership action plan. NATO Secretary Jane Stolenberg told reporters referring to the key step in joining this will change Ukraine's membership path from a two-step path to a one-step path. Okay. Well, I guess when the conditions are met. Although many NATO members have funneled arms and ammunition to Zelensky's forces, there is no consensus among the 31 allies for admitting Ukraine into NATO's ranks. Instead, the alliance leaders decided to remove obstacles on Ukraine's membership path so that it can join more quickly once the war with Russia is over. Zelensky pushed back sharply against the decision, quote, It's unprecedented and absurd when a time frame is set neither for the invitation nor for Ukraine's membership. That's what he tweeted. Quote, while at the same time vague wording about conditions is added even for inviting Ukraine, it seems there is no readiness to invite Ukraine to NATO or to make it a member of the alliance. Close quote. I don't know, something seems fishy there. <laughs> they got Finland in pretty quick. Sweden would be in NATO if it wasn't for Turkey. And Ukraine is still just waiting on the conditions. I don't, something's not right. Asked about Zelensky's concerns, Stolenberg said that the most important thing now is to ensure that his country wins the war because unless Ukraine prevails, there is no membership to be discussed at all. I think that's probably why. That's probably why. I would say. That's probably why. I will wait till the conditions are met. And uh, they're probably already going to... Because here's the thing. If one NATO nation attacks Russia, that's Article 5... Let's okay. Let's reverse it. Na- Russia attacks one NATO nation. Russia attacks Finland. Let's just say that. Then all of NATO is involved. Now, it would only make sense that 
if a NATO nation attacked Russia, <laughs> then all of NATO is an enemy. Right? Or I mean, just... It's not... It's not difficult, you guys. It's not that difficult. Sweden's rocky road from neutrality towards NATO membership. Vilnius, Lithuania, AP. When long neutral Sweden applied for NATO membership together with Finland, both expected a quick accession process. More than a year later, Finland is in, but Sweden is still out. New entries must be approved by all existing members. And as NATO leaders meet for summit in Vilnius, Sweden is missing the green light from two, Turkey and Hungary. Tough, tough gig, man. Get those F-35s over to Turkey quick. And maybe they'll change, start singing a different tune. A major obstacle was overcome Monday when Turkey's president agreed to send NATO's accession documents to Turkish parliament for approval, something he had refused to do for more than a year. That means Sweden is now close to becoming NATO's 32nd member, though not quite yet over the finish line. Here's what to know. Farewell to neutrality for a country that hasn't fought a war in two centuries. The decision to join NATO was huge. Sweden declined to take sides during both world wars and throughout the Cold War, embracing neutrality as core to its security policy and even its national identity. Though it tweaked its status to non-aligned after joining the European Union in 95. Can we get an airplane sound guy? Can we get a loud-ass airplane? Can we get a loud airplane to fly overhead right now, please? I'm just trying to record out here. Can we please? I'm talking about NATO and important hard-hitting issues. Can we get a low-flying airplane, please? Sound guy, thank you. It's going to bank left right there. Starboard side. Hard left. For a country that hasn't fought a war in two centuries, though it's tweaked its status to non-aligned after joining the European Union in 95, gradually increased cooperation, NATO, Stockholm... Okay. We're going to World War III, everyone. I don't know why it's freaking vague... For everyone else, the writing's on the wall. Sweden, neutral for centuries. Now, trying to get into NATO. Ukraine, trying to get into NATO, but they won't let them. Why? Did that bird shut up? Can we get an actually, can we make that bird louder, sound effects guy? Can we get that bird to start chirping a little bit louder? Get some more chickens and get another, get another airplane. Great, tell Grackle, please. I'm not losing my mind out here in Arizona, no. No, I'm totally freaking sane and happy about the way my life turned out all six aboard helicopter carrying mexican tourists are killed in a crash near mount everest nepal hold on a second i appreciate the song songbird but not now not, time and place okay time and place all six aboard helicopter carrying mexican tourists are killed in a crash near mount everest in nepal Kathmandu, Nepal AP, all six people on board a helicopter carrying Mexican tourists were killed when it crashed Tuesday near Mount Everest in Nepal, authorities said. The helicopter crashed in the La Majura area. The Labia Majora. <laughs> oh, the helicopter crashed in the La Majura area. All of the bodies were recovered and flown out of the area, said Basante Batari, Batarai. The chief government administrator in the area. The five tourists were Mexican nationals and the pilot was Nepalese. The Civil Aviation Authority of Nepal said in a statement. Mexicans included two men and three women. Two rescue helicopters were used to fly the bodies out of the crash site and then the capital of Kathmandu. Doctors were expected to perform an autopsy before the bodies were handed over to relatives or in case foreigners to embassy. 
The aircraft was returning. It wasn't clear what caused the crash. Weather conditions has called the planned flight route to be changed. Okay. You get a... Uh, you get a... A... Um, a mountain that high. It kind of had... It creates its own weather patterns. I would know. The tourists and mountaineering sees... I would know. Um, Denali. Mount McKinley. It's, uh, what, um... 20,300 feet? Want to look it up? I think it's 20,300. I'll probably look it up later. But yeah, it creates its own weather pattern. A lot of times you can't even see the summit because of the clouds and stuff. The tourist mountaineering, that's all I got. That's all I got for these headlines. I do have some bonus content material, so make sure to tune into that. And make sure to tell all your friends if you enjoyed this episode. I get into, it's more biology. I get into, like, my biology... I start complaining and then I think I get into it anyway. Thanks so much for listening. Tell all your friends. You guys are the coolest. Good luck to you. I'm staying out, outside for an hour crying. <laughs> I just crying outside. No, man. Like, all right. Here's how it started. Here's how my crying. Here's how it all started. Well, first of all, it was kind of like a pretty morning. The Here in Arizona, it's sunny every single freaking day. Like every single day. So it's sunny now. But this morning, ooh, ooh, ooh. The sunny, this morning it was not sunny. This morning it was kind of cloudy and it was like, okay, cool. A little bit cooler. Still hot, but still hot, but a little bit cooler. And I liked it. You have these like, you could see the rays of sunshine coming. I hate the sun, but you could still see. I hate, dude, I hate everything. <laughs> but I cried this morning. Um, and here's how it started. I don't know. I got a lot of emo- I got a lot of problems. I got a lot of emotions. But I so I I've done a little bit of research on the carpenter bee. They're very docile. They don't bite or sting. Um, come to find out, only the females sting. The males don't sting. So once again, you have females being part of the problem and not part of the solution and the males will fly around and buzz around there's actually a little bit of a difference in how the males will their appearance you can tell by looking at their face but anyway anyway there was a carpenter bee like flying in front of my face there's another hummingbird right there going into the roses little one and I was just like, you know, that's usually, you know, a big freaking black bee. Excuse me. You know, when a big freaking black bee flies, flies in front of your face, it's like, get it away, get it away. And you like start to panic. At least I do. I used to. Now I remain calm. But they don't attack. They don't bite. They don't sting. The females can sting, and I guess it's pretty bad. But you have to really, like, really, like, squish them or step on them or make it so that they sting you. They're they're trying... When a black bee hovers in front of your face and hovers around your ears and gets close to you, don't let it go in your ears. It's trying, it's trying to look for a place to live. It's trying to look for an abode. And... It's probably looking at your ears, thinking like, is it safe to go in there? Can I go in those ears at all? And then when they realize you're a living thing, they're like, no, no. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> so they fly away. There's a bird over there too. Hey, bird, bird. It's a cactus run, I think. Maybe a cactus run. I think it is a cactus run. Yeah, it was. The cactus run. Arizona State bird. And I said when I said now, now, it started going me, me, me. Anyway, the carpenter bee will fly around and buzz around, but it's nothing to be scared of except it looks bad. It looks scary. It looks like a like a mean ass bee. It's not though. So as I'm looking up, it's very docile. And they're they're not they're not so they are social, but they're not social at the same time anyway. So I'm looking up information about these bees, and I just went to YouTube. Let's see if I can find any information there. And this dude, his name's Please Be, and it's Please Be one word, and it's B as in it's only one B. It's only one E. Ah, damn it! It's called. Please be one word, and it's B as in be careful. It's not B as in bumblebee. I, I, but it it's a Korean creator, so I think there might have been a language barrier. Maybe please be was already anyway. He goes by please be, and he had this video where he found two carpenter bees, and he was hesitant to take care of them. One of them couldn't fly, and he like like trained it how to fly it was it was freaking adorable and then it died and the other bee was like crawling over to it and it died on this like um like white net i don't know man and my i i've had some tough times in the past and i just can't get over some things And it's tough, dude, to have those memories kind of come back and just think like, man, I could have done things so much differently. Like I could have done everything. And like, why, why did I have to experience certain things? You know, like at the time when they happened, when I was just, ah, I was just getting it right. And then, you know, you experience these, these extreme, extreme losses. And oh man it got me and i started crying i'm just crying like a bee died a a carpenter bee died in south korea and there's a video of it and i and i was crying (laughs) bling i thought you said you had your own problems to worry about it's like why you it's just like man it got me it got me because there's like a little frog well the part that got me was he had this little toy train and he put the bees like the both the male bee and the female bee on the back of this little toy train he's like we're going to take a little train ride out to the lake the train starts going around and these two bees are sitting there and then he puts his little pet frog on the back like i was like oh my god little trains going around with two bees on it but like and i might i might even start getting teary eye or you know choking up here now like thinking like I was talking to someone yesterday or on Sunday about like memories and like like good memories and how good memories are painful like 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 the best times it's painful man like cuz you wish you could go back there I think and it's not regret those are good memories those are fun times but you want to go back to those times so bad because of how bad things are now 
And it's like, man, if I could just go back then, if I could just go back to then and like, I was just thinking of these two bees like laughing at each other. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we're riding around on this train, but we're both into it, you know? And you, you can imagine the same thing. I, I mentioned this in another episode with like, Back in February of 2016, I went on a date, like a, on Valentine's Day, on Valentine's Day, I went on a date with like a coworker who, like, if I could see her now, I'd, I'm sure I'd say like, oh yeah, she's pretty. Oh yeah, I'd give her, I'd, I'd date her. But because she was my coworker, I was just like, no, there's no way. And because I was like conceited and into myself and like muscular, like I had bigger muscles than I do. And I used to go to the gym, had a top floor apartment, had a car, pretty much paid off, like I was on top of on top of everything. I didn't get marooned in Arizona for my fat rat brother, you know? Like, I didn't have any legal problems. And so it was just like, yeah. Yeah, if I could go back then to where it was just cold, just bitterly cold and just laughing about stuff. Let's go to the Salt Lake, the Great Salt Lake Marina. You know, like, and keep in mind, like, I wasn't even all that into this. I, we never kissed. We never did anything. I put my hand above her knee just because I was probably, I was probably drunk, but like, I just think of that, and that's not like one of my greatest memories either, that's not even one of my best memories, that's just, the birds are like, skirt, yeah, spit it out, bling, skirt, it's just a different time, and to think like, when I'm on my deathbed, which, yeah, couldn't come too soon, but when I'm on my deathbed, like, those things are going to make me cry. Those memories are going to make me cry. I'm just thinking back, like, man, I could have had it, you know? I could have I could have pulled it off, you know? But I just went the... I just took the wrong direction one time, and it ruined everything. And it's it just... It keeps me up at night, and it 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 makes me mad. And, like, I think back to those memories, and that's what... It, that's what it, those... Um, the video of those bees riding around on this little train and he puts the frog behind the bees this little frog and he's like look <laughs> everyone's having a good time and it's just this little train going in a figure eight <clears throat> and i just i imagine i've been i've had some similar experiences that i don't even want to talk about like being on trains or like going on train rides and being in love and or thinking you're in love it's the wrong people man sometimes come into your life at the wrong place wrong time and they can screw up your entire trajectory somehow for some reason and it, and it always comes back to like what did you do though and it, it, it's like nothing nothing besides trusting the wrong besides like just being here besides just standing there like, so, but what did you do though like not nothing like well here is what you need to do here's what you should have done and it's like like don't pretend that you know me better than i know myself and don't start talking to me don't lecture me about like all i've ever wanted to do was leave and i've tried and it's like i get just it sucks man it sucks because i know yeah i know i made a big mistake i know it's my fault and it just comes back to the same old freaking broken record
but anyway, seeing those bees on the train and just they're riding around and then one of the bees dies and the other bees like going towards the glass saying like, no, no, don't take his butt, you know, and then he makes a little freaking casket for the bee. He makes a casket out of wood for the bee and buries the bee. I think he had a pet wasp. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that part I don't understand. That part I don't get. The the wasp, I don't know if I'd cry. I don't know if I'd cry about the wasp. The bee, yeah, yeah well. And then, and in one scene, one scene he um, he tries to feed the bee honey, and the bee's like, "What? Like what the hell is this?" And then he touches the honey to the antenna, and then the bee like wakes up. And it's like, "Oh, give me that honey." The bees, the antenna, the antennae. That's what makes the bee strong is the antenna. You mess up the antenna, you mess up the bee. <laughs> I guess antenna are really sensitive little little feelers there. I don't know, man. It, it it gets to me, and like I think about this. This is not. I wouldn't. Maybe my prime age. I'd say my prime age was probably two years ago. But these days like i get a little bit of flab getting flabbier i'm like geez duh. like damn it doesn't matter how much you ride your bike doesn't matter how much whatever how much you run how much you do you just start to get a little bit more flabbier and it's like man i don't want to it's not it's not like i don't want to get old it's just like i don't want it to end like this like i don't want it to go this way like i don't want it to end like this like this is dumb it's frustrating, man. And I heard, I was talking to someone again on Sunday, was just like, like some people say like, and God lifted me up from my feet and I, and I could walk again and I could see again and I could. And she said to me, she goes, God didn't do that for me. It's like God opened up a pit of hell and, and like kicked me into it. And she's like, look, I was born and raised Christian and all this stuff. Anyway, I went to church. I went to church on Sunday. I went to a Christian church on Sunday. I partook of the sacrament, the communion. It was cool. They actually had this little, um, like, chalice. But it was sealed, like a little tiny little, like, little plastic chalice, okay? In a plastic bag, too. And so I rode the bike there, and I was just thinking, like, eh, <laughs> Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then this, like, white, this <laughs> this white SUV was kind of following me through the parking lot. And I was like, that must be, like, church security or something. I was like, dang it. They, like, people think I'm going to try and break into their cars while they're at church. And really, I was riding around the church looking for, like, a little bike rack to park the bike. I couldn't find one. So I was like, well, instead of parking the bike in the front, I'll park in the back. And this like big, it was like a like a white Yukon, a big one just to like just roll in behind me all slow. That's <laughs> like there's a parking space there, there's a parking space there. <laughs> whatever, whatever. We're at church, we're not supposed to judge, but I think they thought I was gonna break into cars. It's like I'm done with like I'm not trying to do that shit. I'm trying to go to church. And yeah, I am scared. If you're scared, go to church. I am scared, and I am going to church. And I'm not going to some fake church. Well, we'll see. We'll find out. It's my first Sunday. We'll see how fake it is. But it was cool because, if fake at all, um, they made a little plastic baggie with, I don't know if it was wine or grape juice. I, I don't know. I was live streaming it, actually. I was live streaming it. 
and there was a little cracker and but excuse me it was sealed like the the drink was sealed with a little you know when um well like a little piece of tin foil uh what was the best like a pringles can when you when you pop the top and you can't stop like pringles there's that little piece that you peel it back and then you can get to the chips it was like that except on both sides so on one side you had the cracker or the piece of bread you know the body of christ and on the other side there was the wine and i don't know if it was wine or grape juice but there's like a little shot of wine a little like a little shot but it was a tiny one a little tiny one like a teaspoon like a teaspoon there's a teaspoon of wine and there's a teaspoon of um bread and i i don't i honestly couldn't tell you if it was just grape juice or wine cuz it was that minuscule of a of a of a serving but that's all you need when you when you're doing sacrament and communion and so it was really cool cuz like i didn't know what to expect there and i i certainly wasn't going to put my hand in this bread and break it off the bread and have other people touching food. if anyone touches my food i'm not going to eat it if it's sealed i'm not going to eat it if it's not sealed and you touch it i'm not going to eat it if you touch my food i'm not going to eat it period anymore these days no compromising no anything i've got yeah a card now i can get food yeah it's just amazing to see how far like how far i fell down this hole just simply from being in a certain environment really it's like you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and claw yourself back up and it's just like man you guys you guys are something else but it was it was a good experience i'd say overall i put my real address there i put my real phone number there i put my real name there i put my real email address there i wasn't trying to fool anyone I didn't stay for the entirety of the thing because I didn't want to get burned out on church like on my first Sunday back. But I really enjoyed it. And then they called me yesterday and he's like, hey, this is Pastor so-and-so. And, and, you know, I got your number and just he's like, did you ride your bike there? And I think he's going to offer me a ride. But then I gave him the address. He's like, oh, you're right around the corner. I was like, yeah, right around the corner. He's like, oh, all right, cool. But I did say there was nowhere to park, park bikes. So... And I'm the only crazy person that's riding a bike in the middle of summer anyways. You gotta see anyone riding a bike. It's freaking it's freaking atrociously hot. Atrociously. It's so hot outside. I every time I go outside, it's complaining time. Every time I go outside I can see here the cicada starting to warm up over here too. Ha Ha don't wanna say it duh. I don't want to live another day. Make it through the day without you. Yeah. 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 Ah. <laughs> I said, yeah. 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 It's a song called Yeah. It's a song called Yeah. It's going to be performed by the Yeah. 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 It goes like this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
That goat's name's Tobacco. Come here, Tobacco. Get over here, Tobacco. And you stay out of that garden, Tobacco. You stay out of that garden. Hey, Tobacco. Hey, Tobacco. I don't know the other goat's names. I just know that goat's name's Tobacco. Because he, he got yelled at. He said, stay out of the garden, Tobacco. <laughs> He's a freaking cool goat. Hey, Tobacco. There he is. Maybe we should have Tobacco be the cover art. Go run over there and take a picture. No, but like, so I grew up, I don't care, I'll let this one go. I grew up with like bugs and insects and cicadas and stuff and praying mantises, praying manti. And I'm a tobacco. Tobacco. (laughs) It knows its name's tobacco. Goats will actually learn their name. They will. Even if it's not even like a, a real name. So Krampus knew his name. Um, before we got rid of them. Uh, I think there's a couple baby Krampuses out there that know their names. And their name, All their names are baby Krampus. But there's one where I say, there she is. And she knows her name. And that's not really a good name of there she is, but that's, her, that's what she understands her name to be is, there she is. Hey, there she is. There she is. And she comes trotting over. She stops sneaking out, too. She stops sneaking out through the... Anyway. So I was born and raised on, like going outside finding bugs catching cicadas in the summertime catching butterflies tiger butterflies monarch butterflies back when you used to have them i haven't seen a monarch butterfly for how long yeah going extinct a little pollinator monarch butterflies went extinct basically because of well they're not extinct but they're i'd say um on the concern list of for the endangered species act i'd say they're a little bit more of a concern here if not endangered. And what happened there was in the Midwest, they had, they had, so monarch butterflies will lay their eggs on milkweed or on plants that are close to milkweed. And milkweed is a type of plant that grows from the ground and it looks like there's milk inside, milkweed. When you break off the little piece, it's called milkweed. And that's what the main source of food is for the monarch butterfly. However, it was a a brilliant idea, right? What if we get this herbicide and we just spray it all across the Midwest and just kill all the weeds and all the plants so that we can plant, we can do some factory farming, so we can plant all this corn and all this other stuff and just destroy everything else so we can plant potatoes and corn and just whatever else, right? Get rid of the milkweed. Well, as we all know, butterfly, the monarch butterfly, in, in, you know, specifically in this situation, is a pollinator. We discussed hummingbirds a pollinator. Hey, the carpenter bee is a pollinator. You need pollinators in order to pollinate your crops. And if you kill all the butterflies by getting rid of all the milkweed, then you're going to have some problems. You get the dust bowl and all this stuff. But I don't think herbicides are really a dust bowl. I'm getting a little ahead of myself there. But stupid. I think it's called neoconicanoids. Neoconicanoids, I think, is what it's called. The main problem was neoconicanoids, I think, something like that. 
And that was the main problem that caused the butterflies from being able to reproduce in a way that they did normally. And furthermore, there was not a food source for the young, which are caterpillars. I've discussed this. Caterpillars, butterflies don't just get born with wings. They turn, they're, they're caterpillars on the ground first, and they're eating leaves. Monarch butterfly, they're eating uh, milkweed. And then from there... They'll, tur- they'll turn into a chrysalis or, or, or a cocoon and then from there go into the adult stage of a butterfly which does not eat leaves anymore but nectar becomes a pollinator lands on flowers and stuff and becomes a pollinator but they've, they've the numbers of the monarch butterfly have drastically decreased there's a city out in Mexico, actually, and there's like a phenomenon. All the butterflies migrate from the Midwest, well, even like the lakes of Minnesota, I think, all the way from up there. The monarch butterfly will migrate all the way from up there to Mexico and along the way, pollinate everything along the way, right? But in Mexico, they gather in these huge clumps. It's right around um, Day of the Dead. was it Dia, Dia Las Muertes? Dia de, Dia de Muertes? Muertes? Dia Las Muertes? I don't know. Day of the Dead. And they will gather in these clumps. And these clumps, in October, these clumps are where they all mate and, and procreate and, and lay their eggs. And they all come, just a, just a freaking butterfly orgy out there. Some of them die. Some of them pass away. Along the, they, they lay eggs along the way. And on the way back, they try and make their way back. Some of them will die and some of them will do whatever. But those eggs are still there. And um, I'll take care of business. But yeah, so I, I, I grew up with like catching butterflies, catching cicadas. This one, here we go. I have to do the AP News still. Just the bonus content. Sometimes we start from the end and go reverse engineer. Let me throw that stick. Where's that stick at? That pisses me off. Everything pisses me off these days. <clears throat> pisses me off so much. People do. Um, just people piss me off, dude. I can't wait. <laughs> I hope I get a chance to... Well, anyway, catching antlions in this, this, this YouTuber's channel, he has antlions and butterflies and um, bees and stuff. There we go. Shut up. I guess that's it. I'll have to wait a second. I gotta take a wizard anyways. Tobacco. Tobacco. Oh, there's a bird. Oh, there's um I don't know, I think it's a turkey vulture. Uh, yeah, that's a turkey vulture. Yeah, there it is, there it is. Wait, 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 wait. That's a turkey vulture. And I have some binoculars over there. I don't know. Oh, there it is. It's right there. It's right there. I have to run and get the binoculars. I left them over here. It's right there. Oh, my God. I'm not going to try and take a picture of it because I'd rather see it than try and... I know it's a turkey vulture because of the, the color of its wings. Oh, yeah. Amazing.
I wonder if there's a dead rabbit over there. That is 100% a turkey vulture. Its wingspan's gotta be like four, four and a half feet, I'd say. Four feet at least. Should I try and take a photo? Yeah. I used to have a better camera. Yeah, but I lost it just like everything else. Okay, so that could be the cover art. You have to listen all the way to the end. And then when you when you comment, you have to hashtag turkey vulture. It's cool. Yeah, that's a turkey vulture. How cool. It's just flying around in this thermal. Right here, I wonder if that's what made the cicadas start going, it was like just this little heat wave. But it's cool, it's gotta be four feet. It's gotten higher now, so it's right, it's riding the thermals up. It's not flapping its wings anymore, but it got pretty low here for a second. I don't know what it's looking for. There was a bunch of feathers this morning, but a turkey vulture, it will do, it will attack as a bird of prey, kinda, but not really, it's more of a scavenger. It's, it's, it's mostly a scavenger, not more of a, it's um, mostly a scavenger, if not entirely, but every now and then they'll they get hungry enough. It's probably looking for a dead chicken or something. Now it's much higher. I mean, it just got that high in a few seconds and it hasn't even flapped its wings. Crazy, right? I mean, it's exponent. It's it's uh, it's gotta be a couple hundred feet in the air, I'd say. Hundred feet, hundred and fifty feet, right there. When before it was just like twenty-five feet off the ground. Cool. And it's just riding on the like these little heat waves, getting higher up. Man, ugly ass bird. <laughs> ugly ass bird i guess that yeah well we caught antlions and stuff and antlions also go through a metamorphosis they turn into um i forget what they're called even um lace wings lace wings they turn into lace wings so we yeah we loved catching antlions we loved um going out in the summertime and stuff but and it's cool on the other side of the world, someone else is doing that too in Korea. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Again, if you guys enjoyed this bonus content, tell all your friends, you guys are cool. Let's go look together.